You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. If you would like more information or would like to connect with the show, check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Here's the Deal podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. You're listening to the Here's the Deal podcast. My name is Dominic Kendall, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Luke Chris. What's up? Luke, it's almost Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You know what that means. Fun questions. And uh, I think it's good to have themed questions. <laughs> Is that what questions. Thanksgiving means? Yeah, it means fun questions. It means lots of food and probably sinful gluttony. And so, um, mm. you know, one of the things that comes to mind when I think about Thanksgiving is, uh, is this question. What did you want to be when you uh, were a child? When you grew up, what was your dream? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a little kid? Yeah, I can, I can certainly see the link between Thanksgiving and that question. Yeah. Um, let's see, for me, I think it was always two things. Uh, one, the more practical side, I really wanted to be an architect. I just wanted to build buildings. Well, not build buildings, they don't build, but they design buildings. Yeah. I just you wanted didn't to have be a very a, good understanding of what yeah, an architect was. Maybe, so. I, that's why. Anyway, I wanted to just design them. I just, that just enthralled me to be able to look at a building and say, see that building? I designed that. And then I realized that in order to design a building, you had to be pretty good at math. Ooh. So that dream was quickly squashed. Yeah. Um, but second, the much more fun thing, uh, man, I always wanted to be a paleontologist. I just Whoa. loved that. Like, I loved the thought of just digging for dinosaur bones. Also, yeah. I always loved Jurassic Park. Maybe that had a little bit to do with it. But yeah. I don't know, just always really, really, really wanted to be a paleontologist. And I would still love to possibly do something for funsies in the future regarding that. But who knows? Yeah. But what about you? Um, <clears throat> I always wanted to be a professional clown. Um, <laughs> and uh, always wanted to do that with the big shoes and stuff. I just thought it was <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, actually, that had... When I was a kid, I wanted to be so clown. many different things. Um I wanted to be a country music singer for a really long time mm. until I realized that I couldn't sing. Yep. Um, there is one and squash that one. Uh, and then I wanted to be, um, then I really wanted to be a history teacher and a soccer coach, mm. and um, really wanted those two things to be kind of uh, what I did. But um, I think probably. When I was a kid, the one thing that was like above and beyond all those other things uh, was I wanted to be a police officer. My dad was a cop, and so I just wanted to be a police officer. Um, and then uh, my mom told me I wasn't allowed to, so I didn't. <laughs> um, and the Lord called me into ministry. But those are the things I wanted to do as as a kid, and uh, I love those things. Um, I love... <laughs> I love hearing my wife always tells me she wanted to be a meteorologist because of James Spann, and I can't even talk to James Spann now. He's a local weather guy here. I can't even I can't even look at him uh, because I know that uh, my wife used to have a huge crush on James Spann when she was six. <laughs> That's weird. So, yeah, I know, very strange. Um, we're still working through it, <laughs> but um, but uh, on today's episode, we wanted to take a little time and and go through uh, uh, and cover. Uh, in a in a three part in, in in the next three episodes in three parts we're going to be looking at three very uh, 
elementary, simple, but yet incredibly deep truths that I, that we believe are going to be very helpful for you as a Christian, as a as someone who's walking through the Christian life, just trying to um, understand and know more about the Lord. And also, um, if you're not a believer, to kind of understand what we believe and, and to understand the process in which um, Christ makes uh, bad things new and uh, makes sinners saints and, and what that looks like. And so uh, we're going to be taking a a three-part series, the next three episodes, we're going to be walking through three topics. Uh, what is justification? What is sanctification? And what is glorification? Those are three monumental parts that you and I are finding ourselves in. Maybe you're you're someone who's not been saved and justification is something that needs to take place. Uh, maybe you're a believer and you're walking with the Lord. You're, you're in the sanctification process. And then all of us who are in Christ will one day uh, be a part of the glorification process and, and that moment um, of uh, receiving our new bodies and being with the Lord. And so um, we're, we're excited about this and we hope this is very helpful for you guys. And we're going to try to keep them short, but no promises. Uh, we just want to be helpful for you guys. And so uh, Luke, uh, for somebody who doesn't know what justification means, they, they've heard about it. It's, it's a, a common word in the New Testament. Um, if they don't understand what that means, could you kind of give us an understanding, a simple understanding of what justification means? Um, I think the simplest way to put it is it's, uh, it's just a restoration of a right relationship with God. Uh, it is an act that is solely on God's part where he makes us right uh, with him, where we are restored to him, where that relationship was broken through Adam and Eve through the fall. Um, and through the covenants that he makes with us, he enacts that covenant and we are then saved. It is, it is a legal verdict uh, where we are transferred from the domain of darkness into the domain of light. And that is through, uh, through the life, resurrection, uh, and ascension of his son, Jesus Christ. Right? It's Jesus' perfect obedience and his full satisfaction uh, for the wrath of sin. That Those are the grounds at which we are justified before the Lord, right? He imputes his righteousness onto us. So basically, one of the ways I like to look at it is through our sin, God sees us through a lens of we are sinners, right? That's what we are. But then Jesus, through his blood, switches the lens, right? He sees us through a different lens of, man, I see them through the perfect righteous life of my son. So from that day forward, from the day that we place our faith in Christ Jesus as our Lord and Savior and believe in the person and work of Jesus Christ, we are then made right with God. And regardless of what happens after that day, yeah. if our, if our uh, salvation be true, God always mm. sees us as saint, not sinner. He yeah. sees us as a beloved son or daughter. And there's nothing we can do to get out, out from under that love or earn more of that love. We are justified in an instant. It is a one-time thing where God saves His children. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, I love I love Romans five one. It says this: Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, man, I, I love that. I love that um, by faith in what in what Jesus has done and placing our faith in what what He has done and his sacrifice on the cross, uh, that we can have 
a relationship with him. No longer are we enemies of the cross, but but we are now uh, sons and daughters of the King. We're we're part of the family. It is a beautiful, uh, a beautiful, beautiful imagery there. It's a, it, a like you said, a, a legal a legal term. Um, a legal term, you know, I love what it means, the action of showing something to be right or reasonable, um, that we are now seen as right instead of wrong, and that's unbelievable. And so for everyday implications, man, that should be not a prideful thing. It should be an incredibly humbling thing. Yeah, for sure. uh, That you and I walk around every day, um, as people who have been justified, not because we're good, but because the blood of Jesus has covered us. Um, it's an incredibly humbling thing, but that is the moment. And I love that. And I think what you said was great, is that moment um, that that you and I are justified. Um, I love what Romans 10 10 says this, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. That, that moment of conversion, that moment of surrender to the Lord, which looks different for all of us. It, it yeah. looks different, you know. Uh, I couldn't tell you right now where, uh, where in Scripture Peter was saved. Um, but I, there was a moment where he, he uh, sought the Lord, and, and, and Jesus justified him through his power and sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection. And so uh, for each of us that looks different in the process, but the result is the same, that Jesus will, set, will, will, will justify um, those who would confess him as Lord yeah. and believe on him for salvation. And I think that's good, and I think that's encouraging uh, for, for us, and I think that's something that we should not grow weary of yeah. and something we should keep at the forefront every day, um, that we have been justified through Christ Jesus and not through our own works. And I think that's yeah. a good reminder. You and just maybe you for take some away. You take away yeah. all the all the good gifts, all the temporary good gifts that he gives us here on this earth. You take away everything. Yeah. Like the sole fact that we are even able to be justified to a holy God mm-hmm. is just a miracle yeah. beyond belief. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's incredible. Uh we it, it it almost it sometimes it it's one of the things that I have to sit back and I think we all find ourselves there sometimes where we look back at what we've done and what we deserve um, what we deserve because of our sin the things that we've done and thought and said and to think that we have been made right is um, truly is humbling mm-hmm. and uh, so grateful for it um, and I think that's wonderful. And I hope it. I hope that that's the kind of stuff that transforms your 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 every day. Yeah. That it when that's on the forefront, that transforms everything. I think that's awesome. Uh, so, Luke, any other closing comments? Um, yeah, I just I just love to think about the the practical side of justification. Like he, the Lord declares us righteous, and the way that that should affect our everyday life is man. It's just the end of striving. You know what I mean? It's the mm, end yeah. of trying to earn favor or earn love from the Lord, like the God of the universe has looked down and set his affections upon you. And I think the most freeing thing is he has just because he has. Like you bring absolutely nothing to the table. I bring nothing to the table. He loves us in spite of us, right? So I just think that just the truth that we are justified before a holy God 
simply because he chooses to love us and we place our faith in his son, man, that just frees us. It frees us to be who he has called us to be. It frees us to be followers. And it frees us to live a life of grace-driven effort, but not a life of earning. Yeah, so I just think that's, that's right. it's just super humbling, right? There's nothing that we can do to wiggle ourselves outside of the love of the Lord. He just loves yeah. us, right? So, Yeah, that's a good word. Um, I think that's good, and uh, that that's practical, and we're we're grateful for the the grace of Jesus that allows us to not have to work for our salvation because it would never come to fruition, but so grateful for the blood of Jesus that that justifies and redeems and makes new what we uh, what we can't, and so uh, we're we're grateful for Jesus and we're grateful for. Um, his working in our lives, and we should live in light of that. It's difficult, but if we can, if we can keep on the forefront of our minds that we have been justified through Christ, and not through our own workings, but through Christ, I think it will help keep Jesus at the forefront, and our lives would then uh, walk in, in in accordance to that. And so we're we're so grateful for you guys. We hope this is helpful for you, the listeners, and uh, we are excited about the next two parts of this series, and so the the next two parts will end our first season of Here's the Deal podcast, and so we hope that the next two episodes and this episode uh, will be hugely beneficial for you and maybe even just a great resource to come back to uh, maybe as a refresher at some point. Uh, We are grateful. We hope that you guys uh, enjoy this. Share this with somebody. We'd love for you guys to subscribe. uh, Share this with somebody who who needs to have a good podcast in their life and uh, also follow us on Instagram and Facebook and that's a great way to communicate with us as you have questions especially as we're putting together season two coming up in 2020. We would love to hear from you to, to talk about the things that you uh, deem important and the things that are important in your life right now and especially with your walk with the Lord. We want to be uh, a tool and a resource for you. We're so grateful for you guys. We hope that you uh, walk faithfully with the Lord this week and uh, many weeks to come. We're grateful for you and thank you so much for listening to the Here's the Deal podcast.